When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello. Welcome back. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got I Am Grant with us. Mm. Happy Friday, everybody. Yes. Want to talk a little uh, music news before Steve goes off on something unrelated? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. The Grammys. Ever heard of us? (laughs) Yeah, baby. They are adding not one, not two, but five new categories. The Recording Academy also created a new award for best song for social change. Hmm. It must be about a timely social issue and promote understanding and empathy. Okay. Empathy. The new categories are, thank you for asking. Hey, Donna. Hey. Have they mentioned the new categories? Oh, thank you for asking. I'm, uh, here they are. Okay. Best spoken word poetry album. That can be untelevised. (laughs) (laughs) Alternative music performance. The light. The light shines. Shines on me, on all of us. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, they added Americana music performance, which I love. That's cute. Score soundtrack for video games and other oh. interactive media. Bye. Great. No, that's a great choice. And songwriter of the year. And I guess most of these are, you know, explain themselves, but songwriter of the year is different than song of the year, which also goes to the songwriter. Hmm. Eligible songwriters must also have written at least five songs where they are credited solely as a songwriter or co-writer. Somebody who writes their own music and records, uh, I'm sorry, and records it, not records, um, are not eligible. They would have to be doing songs for others because they want to highlight the craft of writing songs professionally for other artists. Hmm. I like that. Cool. It's evolving. Yeah, yeah, just moving along with the times. Yeah. Thanks. I read this whole thing about how uh, this morning, this article about how TikTok is killing the music video star. You know, of course, the Buggles video killed the radio star, Mm -hmm. and they were doing a play on that, which is TikTok is some artists who over the last few years have said, what's the point of putting in a bunch of money, making a music video, as opposed to just doing the least effort possible Put something on TikTok. Hey, duet with me. Hey, you know, all of these stripped down ways that you can do it. 
and they think the article was suggesting that we'll look back on the the advent, the rise of TikTok and what it has done for musicians, and we'll look back as that being sort of the the turning point of when we say whatever happened to music videos. Sure. TikTok will have been the final nail in the coffin there. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh. music videos. Thanks. Hey, I have something fun for you, Steve. Okay. So the Los Angeles Angels were heading into Wednesday's game against the Red Sox on a 13-game losing streak. Yeah. And so the team knew drastic measures were very necessary. So here's what they did. They had every batter walk to the plate to a Nickelback song. And they all had a different one. Well, they were hoping that that would help them to win, but it turns mm. out they lost their 14th straight game <laughs> by a score of one to nothing. Yeah. Oh, and they fired their manager, I think, uh, three days ago over oh, this wow. losing streak. Oh, so. Although they snapped it last night, Shohei Otani had a home run and apparently pitched a good game last night. They say he's like the modern day Babe Ruth, Donna. Really? This is a Major League Baseball pitcher mm-hmm. wow. who's also a wonderful hitter. So he, he pitched last night, pitched a wonderful game, and hit a home run. Yeah. Oh my and that's gosh, that's not abnormal. Amazing. Yeah, he's that is abnormal, isn't it? Very N- not for him. I not mean, for him. like oh, I it see. wasn't like a random pitcher who randomly. No. It's like how Babe Ruth used to do it. This guy's he, doing it. He smashes home runs like some of the best in baseball. Oh wow! And that is a very uncommon thing because for a long time pitchers not really good batters. Well, they just didn't like in half the league they don't bat. The other half they do bat. It's a really really dumb random thing that they did, but now they eliminated that this year by making a universal DH. So What is the uh, what is the guy's name again? Oshay Otani? Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani? Sheho? Wait, I just said it right and then you just confused me. Shohei Otani. Yes. There you go. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. What kind of name is that? It's his name. All right. Pretty cool, huh? I like it. Yeah, I for like sure. Let's talk straws. Not Ooh. yet. Ooh. We've been teasing. All right. He's going to play a new Halsey song, but it could wait. No, I can wait. The so, people it, Okay, want here. It. Here's just a little bit of the song. It's called So Good. For the first time. Finally got to release that. That's Remember? the one. Yeah, the TikTok thing. Speaking of TikTok, you know, wasn't yep. she saying, oh, my record label is saying you got to put stuff out on TikTok or go viral on TikTok or have a TikTok moment before I can release this yep. song. And and that was the moment. That was the, the moment was her talking about the need for the moment. And now this and we're like, did we get duped? Straws. Yes, we did, by the way. I haven't been to a coffee shop in a long time, or at least according to one of my best friends. Her name is Marnie. She's a local sports Whatever. Reporter. And my best friend, Marnie, she said, <laughs> I, I, she said, what, have you not been in a coffee shop in six months? And I said, you know, come to think of it. I don't think I have. So I get this iced coffee, mm-hmm. and normally an iced coffee would come with a straw. Mm-hmm. This one has they a now, little lip. It's like this ergonomic lip tray that you put your lips around now. Wow, I can't believe First it's time. been that long. Wow. First time. No, this is a thing. And uh, by the end of it, there had been two drips of coffee that had come out from the lid. And you got to fix your lids so that they're not going to leak at all. Or you got to bring back some sort of not earth-threatening, whale-threatening, turtle-threatening straw. I guess they have the paper straws, right? Essentially, which are pixie sticks. They just slowly disintegrate as you drink. I ask for a straw every time I go through the drive-thru, which is every weekend at Do they Starbucks. look at you like you're an animal? Are they like, you're the problem? <laughs> they don't say anything, but I'm like, hey, can I just get a straw with that? Because 
I could see it dripping down my neck. Yes. You know, yeah. I, I had a white shirt on, and then midway through, I was uh, having coffee with one of my best friends, Marnie. And she was like, you have a coffee stain on your shirt. And then at the end of the day, I looked down, and there was coffee that was coming down on my hands. And I thought, listen, I am a big fan of Earth. Not sure if you heard. I'm a freaking arborist, okay? You're breathing better today because I planted 16 trees in my backyard. I can't However, you're we need that. to come up with some kind of a solution. Yeah, I would agree with you. Those metal straws suck, too. No pun oh. intended. Oh, yeah, I don't want to wrap my teeth around I, you stainless steel. I like steel. the plastic ones. The, you know, the, not the plastic ones. They're like rubber. <laughs> Those are my they're, favorite. They're rubber, and they're flimsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're wide. Yeah. At least you could get, like, a good suck out of it. Oh. Yeah. But I don't want to be carrying a stainless steel straw <laughs> with me around. No, and then if you go know. down too fast, which I have done, oh. you catch that front. Okay. Oh. oh, it's like ting, and it's oh, it's just uh-huh. it, it hurts. So yeah, I'm not a fan of those metal straws. No, yeah. they suck. Good no. day. All right, guys, <laughs> I got a jet because it's Friday, and I need to uh, relax. That's not how it works. <laughs> I watched a show on Netflix last night that I haven't watched in years, and I said, "Should we retry this? Do you want to get back into this?" Wow. Wifey said, "Sure." Tell you what, we watched. Also, it did cause a bit of a time warp for me. And in case you weren't aware. We're all closer to dying today than we were yesterday. Time cannot be slowed, my friends. We'll tell you the time warp that I had. When we return, we'll all feel discouraged now. Hey, dude. Cannot wait to hear what you started watching for the first time in years, you say now. I think at least two years, maybe three years. Could be more than that, though, because I've misjudged a lot about time, and I'll get to that here in a moment. (laughs) We finished Stranger Things, loved it, and needed something else. Okay. Started tooling around a little bit on Netflix. Nothing was totally jumping out. Didn't want to do a movie last night. And we decided, what if we retried The Crown? Which we stopped after season two. So we haven't seen any of the Olivia Coleman version of The Crown. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, okay, okay. So we were like, sure, let's do that. So we started. That was uh, episode uh, season three, episode one is when they detect, spoiler, history, a spy in Buckingham Palace, a former, you know, KGB mole, uh, working in Buckingham Palace, Winston Churchill passes away, you know, a lot of, lot of things that are happening. And it's also the first episode where you are, if you haven't watched since season two, where you're getting used to the new actors who are playing the roles, Princess Margaret by Helena Bonham Carter. Um, Olivia Coleman playing the Queen. Uh, oh goodness, the guy's name is playing. Um, oh, Josh. Andrew, or, uh, did, did, is it Josh something something? Oh no, we're older now. These you are... were older now. That's the thing. That's the. Hang on one second here. They were, um, they were all great too, by the way. Yes. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. They, it was. Um, oh, Tobias Menzies as Prince Philip. Mm. Helena Bonham Carter as uh, Princess Margaret, but it was good. It was it was a good. I liked it. I liked how it started. It was moving along. There was a good, good, good teeth in the plot. So I was digging it. Of course, I love the intro to that show. It's one of my favorite intros. That's another one that I do not skip. The Stranger Things intro, the Crown intro. It's just all like, okay, this is a work. This is a work of art. Let us let this play out. That being said, I started looking back and I thought, when did we start watching this? Do you know that The Crown came out five and a half years ago? Wow. It came out, it debuted in the year 
2016. November of 2016, we started watching it, I think, December of that year. And I just thought, I cannot believe it. The, I have been having this experience more and more lately, and I'm sure some of you out there have had the same. It was cliche at the beginning, and now it feels very true, now that we're not in it as much per se. The pandemic years really do, in many ways, feel like lost years. Oh. Not that you don't remember things that happened then, but that it it has messed with my mental understanding of how long ago things, things were. Yeah, time mm-hmm. markers. Essentially, yes. I, yes. I I'm always like, oh, that was two years ago. Well, no, nothing was two years ago. You like, exact that right. is the biggest thing. It's it's like these time markers that now there's this two year gap where I'm I've I've started just to like it's like tipping when you do the twenty percent you know or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just always add two whenever I assume it's two. I'm like, no, nah, it's probably it's four. four. <laughs> it's probably four. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Stranger Things too. I mean, but I can remember, uh, you know, being back at the old house that we lived at, watching The Crown. And you're telling me that that was in the calendar year of 2016. I just can't even... It's two presidents. See, and for me, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I think Marley was still here doing the she show. She was. And I remember talking about some of the, the shows, some of the episodes, and I'm like... And she's like, well, don't spoil it. I'm like... It's not a spoiler if it's history and you've lived through it. <laughs> right. But you forget that some people don't know some of the things that happened because they didn't follow the royals the way maybe I did. Right. You know, so, yeah, this just happened to me recently, but that's another story. We have time. <laughs> so there's a, um, there was a docu- documentary called The Staircase. Yes, yes. Did you watch any of it? No, but I know the story that you're talking about. I've watched like a, some other special on it. Okay, so and it's been like a 2020 episode. It's been a, you know, a, a Dateline episode. It's been in the news. And so my roomie just asked me recently if I wanted to start watching it. And I said, you know, I think I saw it. I'm like, is it about the guy who da-da-da-da-da-da-da? And then the staircase and then, then again da-da-da-da. And he's like, Wow. Well, you just ruined the whole thing for me. And I'm like, okay, the story's been out there for like, I don't know, at least eight years, seven years. It was like a big true crime kind of thing. So it turns out it is different. This is a scripted version of that. But it reminds me of like the Theranos thing with Elizabeth Holmes. Right. I think though the, 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 the manners that we are being asked to exhibit mm-hmm. in this day and age are, even if it was history, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
it's new to somebody else. Sure. And so you need to tread carefully when you're talking about it because to them, it's a brand new thing. Yeah, I have to remember that. You know, like, by the way, and I'm sorry for whoever I just spoiled the fact that Winston Churchill is in fact dead. <laughs> And has been since the year 1964. Well, and that's kind of what it was like. The spoilers were like that, you know, mm-hmm. when I would talk about something and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then when he, you know, got together with Camilla and blah, 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 blah. You know, though, like, I never okay. give you I never give you the benefit of the doubt in these conversations because of scar tissue when I won't even mention the name of the movie. You're like, oh, yeah. And what about when he dies at the end? And guys, he dies at the end. And I, that was a bummer. You know what the truth is? I mm. forgot that he died mm. at the end. And so yep. I was saying it as a joke, like, you know, walking out of a Rocky movie back in the day and new people were coming in to see it. And I'd be like, I can't believe he died. Right. Kidding, <laughs> kidding. But then I forgot it turned out to be true. It Sorry. True. It's fine. My Let's bad. play a game. All right. 651, 641, 1071. That's our number. You can call it right now, and you can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It'll be me versus Donna. We don't know the topic. I am Grant will tell us that when we return. 651-641-1071. Game time is next. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. You're our buddy booth. You're the only people that we know. We're shut-ins. You're our only community. Ah. <sighs> And that wouldn't be so bad either. No. That's exactly right. All right. Are you ready to play a little game, Steve Patterson? I just stretched my hammies. It's time time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Well, DJ Rock Lobster is not with us today. I am here. I am Grant, and I am going to be your game show host for today. And now, in honor of Lori and Julia's 20th anniversary being today, Mm. and mind you, Lori took a vacation day today, so we will be celebrating next Friday. We are going to do a little throwback of College of Pop Culture Knowledge on our two favorite uh, ladies in the afternoon, Lori and Julia. Okay, So we're going to test your knowledge Mm. on Lori and Julia. And we have Allie with us from Maple Grove. How you doing, Allie? Excellent. And hello to my favorite show on my talk. Oh, my gosh. Allie, Allie, where have you been all our lives? We've been waiting for you. (laughs) Thank you. Love you guys. Love you, too. Thank you so much for listening. Um, now, the topic today is going to be Lori and Julia as they celebrate 20 years on the air. Uh, we may be your favorite show, but now you're going to have to team up with one of us to talk about the other show. Who would you like to team up with, Donna or Stevie Boy? Uh, it's a really hard choice. Um, I'm going to say Donna. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank right. you. I will stand by to stand by. Okay. Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. See you in a few minutes. I'm scared. You are? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. These are, uh, we'll do our best. Luckily, <clears throat> Rocco put together some questions. I think that we're, that um, you don't have to necessarily know Lori and Julia to know these ones. Not all of them, but you might just have to have a little knowledge of some movies. Okay. So we're going to start out right now, Allie. I'm going to ask Donna these questions and then we'll bring you back in and have you clarify any ones that you want to change or, you know, make a, make a suggestion for. Okay. Perfect. All right, Allie, okay. hold on for us. Donna, are you ready to go? Sure. 
At the 2006 SAG Awards, what Academy Award-winning actor and producer responded to Julia screaming, just say your name with, you say my name? No idea, pass. <laughs> oh, do we not have our... No, we do. I just don't have the button on. Here we go. So now, what 2008 SAG Best Actor winner for his movie The Wrestler told Julia, thank you, baby, nice cleavage? Mickey Rourke. What Academy Award-winning actor and director sat on Julia's lap and said, cozy up, girl? Director, Academy Award-winning actor and director sat on Julia's lap. Well, did not sit, but said she was going to sit on my lap and cozy up, girl. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Director and actor, George Clooney. This is hard. Wow, okay. All right, let's bring Allie in. Allie, so the first question was, in 2006, we get, we got no answer from you on that one, I believe, right, Donna? Correct. So in 2006, uh, at the 2006 SAG Awards, what Academy Award-winning actor and producer responded to Julia screaming, just say your name with, you say my name? <laughs> I remember the conversation, but I absolutely cannot remember the actor. Darn, don't worry, Steve won't know either. That's okay, exactly. <laughs> Uh, what 2008 SAG Best Actor winner for the movie The Wrestler told Julia, thank you, baby. Nice cleavage. Donna said Mickey Rourke. Do you agree with that? I totally agree with that. Okay. okay. And finally, she said George Clooney was the Academy Award winning actor and director who sat, who said to Julia, sit on my lap and cozy up. Yeah. I can see him saying that, so I'm going to go with Donna. Okay. Okay. I don't think it's right, but that's okay. I think we're going to end up in a tie, so let's call Steve back. Hey. Hey, Steve. Hey, girl. Hey, everyone. Hey, buddy. All right, Steve. These are a little... How did it go? It went okay. Not it went well. okay. Great. But these are, a little, these are a little difficult. All right. So, Steve, ready to rock? I'm going to... Yes. Okay. At the 2006 SAG Awards, what Academy Award-winning actor and producer responded to Julia screaming, just say your name with, you say my name? Hmm. <laughs> I love that response, by the way. Pastor. Or a pa- pastor. <laughs> Pass. Pass. What 2008 SAG Best Actor winner for the movie The Wrestler told Julia, thank you, baby. Nice cleavage. Oh, yeah. That was, um, that's the guy. Everybody knows him. Pass. Can't get his name. Mickey Rourke. What Academy Award winning actor and director said to Julia, sit on my lap and cozy up, girl. Kevin Costner. And uh, Mickey Rourke, is that, am I saying that name? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rourke. I'm going to stick with Rourke. I almost said Costner, too, and I was like, I don't think that's right. Okay. I think he just said that, uh, yeah, this last year at the State Fair, even though it was a phoner, they had some fun with it. I think I'm going to oh, win this. Okay. Uh, well, let's, let's see here. Let's start out with number one. Neither of you said an answer to number one, and it was, in fact, George Clooney in 2008 <gasps> oh, that oh, said, just gosh. say your name, and I've got a little audio here for us to play of this actually happening. No, I can't. Take yes, it. George, come here. Come here. Come here. Please, please, George. George. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, George, come here. Oh, yeah. George. George, just say hi. Oh, yeah. Say your name, please. You say my name. Say my name. You are on our man wall. Oh, there we go. You are on our man wall. Like, he knows what that is. No, and then I think she even tells Lori to not say. Oh, he's beautiful. 
Oh, oh, don't, 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 don't. The first time I ever met LoJ, I was working the SAG red carpets for reels. They were there, and they they came up on me like a bat out of hell. I mean, they were just like, they're like, we don't, yes, and you work for reels, and we work for Hubbard, and blah, 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 we're all here. And it was like, whoa, they are electric. <laughs> okay. That, that makes sense. I can't imagine. These, uh, these clips at the SAG Awards give me anxiety. Um, oh, I love them. <laughs> I want them to go back and do it. I mean, it was always so fun. They come in the next day. Wasn't there the whole year that they kept turning the recorder off every yeah, time they, they were supposed came to back turn on? With no audio. That's they... the, the. First of all, that is one of the greatest stories ever of all time, ever. I've done that myself. Got one job. But see, for LoJ, Donna, for you, that would have been more of an aberration. For for LoJ, as you just heard, their approach on the red carpet is, you know, blah, 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 you come over here, you, what's his name? They never know people's names, it's great, and that's, that's the charm, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that then there was a highly promoted <laughs> trip that they take out there, they're back, they're at the SAG Awards again, and then they come back with no audio. It sounds fake when I say it, and it's... Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's the best. Okay, so okay. Mickey Rourke was right. Mickey Rourke was right. You both got that one correct. And let's just quickly hear Mickey Rourke say what he said. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Nice cleavage. Wow. Of course, Lori loves it. Ew. That doesn't age well necessarily. No. Uh, and then uh, I said Clooney for the last one. That's right. You said Clooney. He said Costner. And it was, in fact, Costner. Kevin, how are you? Hi, Julia. It's oh say that again. Hi, Julia. <laughs> I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you to come in the studio. Do you mind if I sit on your lap? <laughs> <laughs> Cozy up, girl. Thank- oh my so, god. So Steve is our winner. I'm sorry, Allie and oh, Donna. Allie, oh, man. Sorry. It's all good. It's all good. I love this conversation. Oh. oh, thank you for being a part of it. We appreciate you. Let's see if you can get this one off the top of your head. What popular oh, T V show did their body perks nipples appear on? Got it, Sex, Sex and the City. Oh, I think that would be a tie. Well, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, that was my tiebreaker. Well, thank you, Allie. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Thanks, Allie. Thank you for listening. We love you, too. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. 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 Those are hard questions. They were a little difficult, but you know what? It was fun to kind of honor them today because we're not going to today. Oh, that's right. Um, Happy 20th anniversary to That's exactly right. You know, Mickey Rourke and Mickey Rooney, I always get those names mixed up. They are decidedly different people. There was a time that I was talking to the late Mickey Rooney, and he had like a white thing on his lip. Oh, God. Almost like a little piece of gum or something like that. Like it was a thing. And then as I remember, midway through the interview, he like said, you know, please. And then it flew off from his no, lip no, onto no. me. Uh, where did Not it on fall? my face, but it was somewhere uh, like on my upper torso. And then I turned... <laughs> And my cameraman is just like in stitches. And he's like, did it come on you? And we both knew because it's not like we had had a conversation about it. It's just, it was an apparent and thing. Well, you it know what there. it was? It was like the tide stain. He's there interviewing for the job. That's how I felt when I had a cold sore that time. I'm like, oh gosh, I feel like it's got its own like... Oh, Oh, there's nothing worse. (laughs) Cold sores are difficult. Because people try not to look at it, and it's like... So that would be an example of... uh, You might as well be wearing a clown nose. Well, that's (laughs) when you could wear a mask now. 
Oh, good thinking. Oh. You know, when you have a cold sore, you just don't want to, even if it's just one conversation or you're walking to lunch and you don't want anybody to, because let me tell you, if you have a cold sore, Mm-hmm. Don't tell me you cannot see their eyes darting between your eyes and the cold sore. Your eyes and the cold sore. Cold sore. Your eyes. Cold sore. It's like the scene in Austin Powers Gold Member when Fred Savage, uh, his character comes in and has a giant mole, yes. and immediately Austin Powers cannot concentrate. Mole. And he's incidentally a mole. Right. Here's Donna's cold sore doctor. So tell me about yourself. Well, you know, an organized person, somebody who does not need details. I'm actually very, very good with groups. Let it keep going. I've surpassed all my goals. My prior job and the editor. My personality and me have surpassed their own goals. Speaks a different language. Oh God! What a genius commercial! <laughs> yeah, that, that's so good. I wonder what happened to the writers of that commercial. Like if they've gone on to work in, you know, sitcoms or. That was for the Tide Pen. Oh. That's great. Great commercial. <laughs> and the whole time, the interviewer is just staring, and they just go back and forth between the stain and him just staring right at the stain. That is up there. That. I can't imagine that commercial did not win an award. I know. I, I hope it did. That yeah. and all those commercials about you becoming your parents. Oh, oh those are the best. God. So good. <laughs> Just some of the you best. You don't print the internet. That is the best one. When he's like, that's oh, all the insurance policies. And then the guy goes, we don't print the internet. <laughs> <laughs> funny. And then the girl wants to hang the live, love, laugh sign. He's like, uh, put it in no. the garbage. <laughs> I'll give you two hundred dollars if you can tell me what this is. Oh, that's uh, meatball. Funny. <laughs> How about oh, the time that they're trying to pronounce quinoa? <laughs> Joaquin? Quinoa? <laughs> I love when they're walking into the baseball game and he's like, you know, if we leave early enough, we can beat traffic. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about leaving before we get there, Don. <laughs> or peeing even if you don't have to go before you go. Oh, oh those are genius. Oh man, what a journey. We gotta go. We'll Let's come take back. A break. We'll come back though, right? It's kind of a cute little list that I found this morning. Artists who have had a top 10 album every decade for like the last 40 or 50 years. Let's make a list. Yeah, let's see if you can guess some of the names that were on this list. When we come back, hey, it's Don and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve's got a list. Let's make a list. Let's make a list. This is a list of artists who have had a top 10 album every decade since the 80s. Have you looked at this list? No, not really. I saw the headline. I suspect a few people, maybe. Why don't you hazard some guesses, and I'll let you know if you are correct or not. Give me like three guesses of artists. And let me, let me tell you how many there are here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Wow. Nine. Um, give me three guesses. Uh, artists who you think have had, this could be individual or group, who have had a top 10 album, album. every decade since the 80s. Album. Album. Okay. I think we already had something similar when I guessed Elton John for one. Would Elton John be part of that list? Incorrect. Paul McCartney. You are correct. Bruce Springsteen. Let me say this about Paul Billy McCartney. Billy Joel. Hang on. <laughs> Remember, we've got six minutes to fill here. All right. <laughs> Paul McCartney uh, 
actually technically could have a streak that goes back to the 70s. Um, and if you count the Beatles, you would actually say he had a top 10 album every decade, Paul McCartney, since the 60s. Wow. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 20s, 2010s, 2020s. That's amazing. You guessed Paul McCartney. Who else was? did you guess there? Billy Joel? Yes. You are incorrect. Hmm. Okay. Boy, I'm starting to wonder if she even listens to music, right, guys? Yeah, let's... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Build up the tension. Springsteen? Springy's on there. Nice. The okay. Steeninator. He is there. Bruce Springsteen. Do you have a guess, Grant? How about the Eagles? Nice. Not on the list. Oh, probably, yeah, their last one wasn't a top 10. Let me say this. Uh, one of the artists we mentioned earlier this week on the show, Donna, it was uh, Folksy. And we started singing various songs impromptu from this person. It's a one person. It act? is. Yes. Oh yes, I and do. And I said, "What's your favorite moment? song by this person?" James so, Taylor. James Taylor has had a top ten album every decade since the eighties. I bet he's loaded. That surprises me a little bit. Keep going. I just don't think his music has been his newer stuff is as good as as sticky. You know, but it's not. It doesn't have to be a number one. These are top 10 albums. Not that that's an easy feat to accomplish, but it would be a much bigger feat if it was a number one album. Are there any females on the list? (sighs) There are not. Wow. Wow, guys. There is a local person that you're missing. Local person. Uh, Prince, of course. Prince. Of course. So, too, Robert Plant. Ozzy Osbourne. Really? That surprises me. His stuff was still good when we were sampling it like five years ago. And I'm like, this is still great. This is still great. He's having surgery today, by the way. Good luck to him. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Thanks. Crazy train. What a what a what a oh. song. Oh my god, what that whole album is fantastic. Diary of a Madman. Now there are two other rock groups who have had a top ten album every decade since the eighties. Figure it out. Two more rock. Ozzy Osbourne is there. Two more rock groups that you'll know by name of the group. Bon Jovi. And? <sighs> Aerosmith. She did not go one for two, friends. She went over for two. Oh. ACDC. Ah. That surprises me. And Metallica. Okay, oh, yeah, that Metallica. does not surprise yeah. me at all. Okay, that's huh. fun. Very cool. Fun hey, list, Steve. right? Hey. We made that list. It was a no, list. No, no, no. A list. We it made that great. list. Anyway. All right. So we'll just do this for the rest of the we segment. List. <laughs> hey, I have something that I would like to ask you if you think we should get into. As I said, we started watching The Crown again last night. We're two seasons behind. Lots to catch up on. So good. Better Down call out. Saul. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, 
so good. They used to play this at Pittsburgh Pirates games all the time, but and we would was... just love it when it came on. But I feel like... Probably when the bases were loaded, I'm guessing. <laughs> Something like that. I feel yeah. like the song had a resurgence because of sports. Because, I mean, that song sure. is from my high school years. Wow, really? Yeah. That's got to be from like 80, 83? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah, I think that? you're right. It would have been late 90s, early 2000s when I heard it a lot at uh, at sports stadiums and things like that. Yeah, I think it just had like a big com- comeback. Kind of like I think Aerosmith had something like that happen with one of their songs too. Like that's a really old song. I remember first time I heard Aerosmith when, when I pieced together that the same person who sings... Um, crazy is the same person who sings "Dream On." There is there are two different voices that Steven Tyler has had oh, in his life. Really? He has the "Dream On" voice, and then he has the modern day Aerosmith voice, and they are I want to can't stress this enough entirely dissimilar from each other. Really, if you listen, it, yeah, it's crazy. Do it. Schedule some time this weekend, friends. If you're listening, pull up "Dream On" and then any of his latest songs. And they just, Steven Tyler does not sound the same. And I think there's a reason for that. Donna raised her hand. We'll go to Donna. I would like to go back to Ozzy Osbourne and the album, I was wrong, not Diary of a Madman. It was Blizzard of Oz, which came out in September of 1980. Whoa. 80. I was negative three. Wow. Steve, what was the other song besides Dream On that you were referencing from Aerosmith? I think I said crazy. Crazy. Or is that is that a song? Am no. I thinking of it right? Crazy heart or no? No. Undying oh, I'm you and hiding forget you. Yeah, isn't uh, there's an actress in the video for that one? Alicia Silverstone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a much older. Isn't that a, a more recent song? Was that I, one? I think that one came out in the nineties. Got it. But that and then Dream On, they just don't even sound. Oh, Dream On. Because that's like from the 70s. Of course your voice is going to change. No. It's not just your voice is going to change. You can do that with Springsteen. I mean, it's changed, but it's still Springsteen. Go back a little bit, Grant. I want to hear the difference. Yeah. Go before the screams come. The screams are where it sounds a little similar. Wow, we're running out of time, unfortunately. This does, that does not sound like Steven Tyler today at all sound like two entirely different artists really not like oh he's older now like with springsteen i'll have to go back and listen i think it's fun <laughs> all right guys good luck Hour all right three. Hey, let's talk uh, about uh jurassic park there's some interesting facts about them uh, about the movie for the final the final one in the franchise i'll tell you about it